Wednesday, 6 o'clock. Twitch.tv slash Media if you want to catch us live. Also, remember to check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Media. And we've got a number of stories this week, along with a very lengthy theory, because I feel a lot of people are missing it for Tears of the Kingdom. Tears. <laughs> Anybody who actually got that wrong, I feel pity on you. But that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> yeah, dude, says the person who's about to get all his all of his predictions wrong. No, I've actually been pretty right with Zelda for the most part. Uh, every prediction. So, dude, no, oh. no, I've never ever heard of you being right about. <laughs> oh my god! Like he was right with Star Wars. I, I've been gotta, right with Star Wars most time. Too. Gotta be straight here. Like, stop faking, dude. <laughs> we gotta keep it real for our fans I'm sure. you are never right about anything oh yeah 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 there's no yeah 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 bro <laughs> i i usually am right but sometimes you don't even know what day it is anyway well not today because i was on third shift <laughs> yeah, yeah it's all oh right. that's a whole other discussion third shift people don't ever work third shift i don't i think third shift should be abolished but that's a whole other discussion <laughs> yeah you used to say you loved third shift baby. i did when i was younger Oh, so now you understand it it. it? it is a young man's game. <laughs> Third shift sucks. <laughs> but I used to stay up for like four days in a row. Ugh, no. No. So, yeah. That's painful. That oh, brain yeah. damage comes from somewhere, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it's It was rough back in the day. But anyway, so, no. But we also have stories. We have Stadia that has come to an end. We also have Cyberpunk, uh, sequel, new Witcher uh, games, and an what do you call it? original IP from the developers of CD Projekt Red, um, which is really really interesting because yeah, it's, it's, they're, they've made some decent stuff. So for them to create a new IP, well, what could it be? I mean, decent stuff. Everything they made has been goddamn amazing. Um, <laughs> so, but the one thing else we're going to get into, we're going to get into our review of Modern Warfare Two because we played it because the open beta was last weekend. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and we'll get into it and a lot of the nuances of it. So. It's coming in about just a few more weeks. It'll be coming out, so which is pretty pretty awesome. So yeah. So for and, some people, not all. Okay. As you're gonna review you it without. <laughs> you're gonna review it without <laughs> playing it fully. Uh, listen, I okay. The single player is fine. I I don't mind the single player. I'll play it like once. Uh, but the multiplayer is what I buy those games for. And the multiplayer was fun. Yeah, the multiplayer was what was free. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, sellouts. <laughs> so anyway, what has everybody been up to the last two weeks since we last talked? Um. Uh, brain fart, brain fart. Um, <laughs> work, working <laughs> on the D and D's, getting the new campaign ready to go. You're getting double D's. <laughs> the d's and d's boys the double d's oh man the kind of d's that make you go oh damn i'm proud i'm proud of you I'm proud of you aye, 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 aye. nope um <laughs> the the d's been working on the new campaign you guys are gonna have to check that out when it comes along um uh if i have my my uh schedule incorrectly next week is dragon uh is our off week which will be the week where I, we do the session zero. You won't be there, Bazinga. No. The no. following week will be Dragon Quest, and then if everybody's available, the week after that will be the first session for the new campaign. I'm super psyched. I'm trying a bunch of new stuff. I spent five hours figuring out how to set up automatic auras to the point where you can put something down 
a character with an aura and now people will if they get next to them will get buffed and get whatever bonuses from it until they move out and then it will take it away automatically so we don't have to keep track of that shit anymore mm -hmm. you know, just important stuff that like is hard to remember yeah 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 stuff like that and um better map designs just characters are great i should be getting uh jd done sometime this week other than that nothing really um and also, I just picked up uh, Trails of Zero, which I'll be getting into sometime in the next month or so. For those of you who don't know what Trails of Zero is, it's the um, the first of the two games that came out on the PSP. Yes. For yeah. Trails of Cold Steel, because Trails of Cold Steel is like a nine-game series. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the first ones of those, basically. Yes. And that's pretty much it. So, Zing. Uh, played basically just been playing Call of Duty. Uh, I played uh the beta with yep. you for a little while, yeah. And then uh, I've just been playing uh between going back between Cold War and uh Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the new one's just it's way different. So, uh, like, like from it. from from what it, it we'll explain when we get there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. slightly <laughs> yeah. different. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so the one thing, actually, shout out to uh, Respawn Records, which we interviewed, mm -hmm. um, because um, oh, their record went up sooner a lot than they said. So during our interview, he said um, World of Ruin uh, would go up for sale in January. Yeah. It went up for sale three days ago. Yeah, I saw it. I, I meant to tell you. I ordered it right away. So Did I you? Saw it. Oh, good. <laughs> I was like, I have to. Like, I already I already fought. Okay, so... I really hope they do the Chrono Trigger one too. So that artist that made that, he has done like every major RPG. Um, uh, recomposing the music pretty much uh, for like every major SNES RPG and stuff, and other and other modern RPGs, right? And he did Chrono Trigger. He's done like other Final Fantasies. He's did Final Fantasy Seven. He's done. Um, he did a bunch of Zelda ones. He's done like a whole bunch. And his uh, whole playlist is on Spotify. Obviously, you can. And you can also buy his digital music digitally. Um, so, yeah, I really hope they do the vinyl for the Chrono Trigger because his Chrono Trigger um, one with his piano is, like, amazing. Holy shit. We're, I think I saw a post where they were recording something, but it, it was – that's Oh, a, Star Fox. Yeah, they're doing a Star no, Fox. No, no, I think a, they already did that one. That, no, there's a – that's another developer. This guy, though, the guy who did World of Ruin has his own thing. Like, that's what he does. He does – he has – he sells his music digitally – and he's on Spotify. Um, well, there was one they does... were recording, and it was heavy. Oh yeah, it was a more of a metal. Was... But yeah, yeah this is a... more of a melancholy. It's like well, yeah, it's, but it's really well done. Really, really well done. Um, so the songs of time. Mm -hmm. The eight bit time machine. Oh, that would have been cool. Mm -hmm. I would have probably got that. Metal toes is it's. What so are you good. talking about? Because you we're didn't really. We're talking about res talking We're about. talking about respawned records. We interviewed them at Rush World Expo, um, and okay. they do vinyls of uh, recomposed video game music. Uh, and the one I really wanted, but they didn't have any at the convention, was the World of Ruin, which is the Final Fantasy VI soundtrack um, vinyl. And he said it wouldn't go up for sale again until January, um, but he let me know, and it went up for sale two days ago, so I ordered it. Um, and it's a two, it's a two, uh, yeah, I mean, it's two different, it's two vinyls, uh, for 40 bucks. Not bad. So 
They didn't have the. They were sold out of the. They sold out of the Kefka one like right away, which is the one I wanted. What's Kefka? Because there's three different prints styles. Uh, um, there's the Terra print. There's the Kefka print and the Esper print. Um, and they really wanted the Kefka one because it looks like a shot of blood across the record. It looks this? really cool. Yeah. All right. All right. He activated my trap card. <laughs> it looks really cool, and I really so, wanted the Kefka one, but they sold out of it so fast. It's already sold out. Yeah, it's already gone. It's sold so out. real quick, Bazinga. Yeah. <laughs> Kefka is the villain of Final Fantasy VI. He okay. is a he's a nut man. Job. He he has no <laughs> he has no purpose or reason other than to watch like you know the saying some men just want to watch the world burn. Yes, that's pretty much Kefka. He's just a madman that walks around like poisoning children and laughing while he watches them die. Yes, that's that's, that's, that's why Kefka. people love Kefka because he's just a fucking nutcase. Yeah um yeah and the, yeah there's a really cool the vinyl looks really cool for his um but oh well i could grab it fast enough <laughs> i guess uh that's what it is though um and i was really weird so i'm looking through today um and fucking jane's addiction and smashing pumpkins are playing at mohegan what like next week oh i was I like would, oh my god i would care if i didn't care, oh i, I was like care. jane's addiction I've never seen them live. Oh, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> I, 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 seeing them, I'd be happy after one song and then I'd walk out. Oh, Jesus. Because uh, all the songs sound like the same to me. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I only really like one Smashing Oh, man. Smashing Pumpkins like, is so I, good. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted that infinite, you know, Melancholy, Infinite Sadness yeah. doubles feature. And then I, I, you know, finally borrowed it or something one, one time and I listened to it. it was there's only like five good songs. No, there's a lot of. <laughs> there's good songs so many album. songs on there that are just terrible. I'm like, what know. is this? I don't know. I love that. Yeah, I had that double album. My I had like I think I had, I had all those Smash Pump albums. Um, uh, most of them had on cassette though. But that's a whole discussion. The 007 one is sold out. I didn't get this. Maybe I did. I have to look. Oh, maybe. <laughs> there's these two pictures. Does that come with it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was a special edition of it or something. I don't know. Yeah. This, oh, there's they, a whole bunch of different versions. Yeah, 007 vinyl looks really fucking cool, too. Oh, like, they do a pretty good job of that. They do, yeah. Um, but I'm really, really hoping they do the Chrono, the Chrono Trigger soundtrack that same guy did is awesome. It is so good. Um, I really hope they do the vinyl for that. Didn't work with him. So. It was, it was, it was a good. The 007 one's fun. Mm. All right. But anyway, so yeah, and I haven't been doing much stuff for obviously just I played the beta for Call of Duty. But anyway, so but we do. We also uh, what did we also? We filmed videos, some videos last we week. We did. Yeah. We filmed a possible. Got fired and then rehired. We found <laughs> we filmed a trailer to the channel, which we might add to. But yep. Um. And uh. We filmed the, the, well, we refilmed the keyboard video because it wasn't exactly so standard. So now it is done. It sounds great. Um, so that is done. And one weird thing I didn't notice. So one of the pins I didn't completely push, uh, put in the top piece on it. I didn't push one of the pins completely in. I didn't notice it until after I was using it. And I was like, why does my E key type out like five letters every time I hit was it? Was it bent? No. Okay. So no, it was, no, because it's, so the plate uh 
uh, comes together and then one of the, the, the side pins have to bend in to hold it, uh, which I did, but I just didn't push the other one far enough away. And it, it's, it's a full metal case. So that metal was touching one of the other pins, uh, causing the E key to short out. So it was just typing random letters. Oh, geez. It was weird. I was like, what is causing this? So I looked and I was like, it was very, very slightly touching it. Did you fix it? I just had to bend it into place. Wow. Okay. Bend it back into place. I was like, what is going on here? Why is it doing this? So, yeah. So we had fun doing that. Um, and uh, Speak for yourself, boy. <laughs> but yeah, then I'm trying to figure out keycaps for the Dungeon Dragons one. And then I already have most of the stuff already in my cart for the Halloween one, which will be the Halloween build. We need to get a hold of Matt. Yeah. ASAP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See how busy he is here. We have to get. Anyway. Okay. So, the first topic is is kind of a, it's crazy because it kind of came out of the blue. And it's supposedly it came out of the blue for developers, too. Uh, not that it really affects them a whole, whole lot. Uh, Google Stadia is shutting down in 2023. Uh, all purchases to be refunded. So, the giant cloud gaming service will be shutting down on January 18th. Uh, but players won't lose their money. Uh, cloud you, you know why they're... Ref they're uh, returning some, all the money because they sold nothing. <laughs> Had they sold enough, they wouldn't be giving that money back. But they've made so little. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. They made so back, fucking Nate. little that they don't even care. They're like, no. Like, nobody wanted this shit. One person bought a copy of a game so we can refund that money. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's true. Like it's yeah. Obviously, they're refunding all of Stadia hardware purchases through its Google Store, along with the, all the games and add-ons, content purchases um, from its Stadia Store. The Check Giant aims to have all refunds completely by mid-January, so that's pretty good. Um, so people using Stadia will still be able to access um, their game libraries, including programs, if they had what do you call it, an active Pro subscription as of thirty in a Thursday. Yeah. In the email All sent, two of you. <laughs> in the email sent by players, Google warned that the publisher's support for the games may vary, and it's possible that your gameplay experience may be affected during the shutdown period. No shit, really? Um, so, <clears throat> so it appears so that... Who are the morons that said that that was going to succeed? Um, it appears that Google didn't tell many developers about the shutdown, though, prior to the public blog post. <laughs> Just that's a, That's bad business practice. Anyway... Uh, Destiny 2 makers of Bungie tweeted on Thursday about coming up with a plan of action in the wake of the announcement. Uh, Assassin's Creed developers Ubisoft tend to uh, allow players who bought its game on Stadia to bring their game to the PC uh, through the Ubisoft Connect, yeah, Ubisoft Connect distribution service. So that is at least good. They'll be able to just transfer it pretty much to the Steam library. So that's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> and granted, yeah, and it, it yeah. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's, it's the, okay, cloud gaming is a absolutely great idea. Okay. Absolutely great idea. There's some things you need though to make it succeed. One, we need broadband internet across the entire, every inch of space on, in our country. Well, yeah. Literally not the reason why it didn't succeed. Well, no, but no, no, I'm saying that that's no, but that's not completely though. But that's one thing we need. We need broadband on every inch of space on our country. Okay. Yeah, but that had, that had nothing to do with it. 
its play rates were fine. People just don't care because it's fucking Google, dude. Um. So, like I said this before. <laughs> well, no, and then so, and then the other thing is like, it's like it, so I can kind of compare it to when people try to open up like their own like launchers against like Steam. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is like the dumbest thing that they can do. Like the only one that's even moderately successful is Epic. Um, and that's because they have just so much goddamn money behind it um and advertising but they're still not ranking it rake, like raking in what steam can do not even close um so and it's windows like... store yeah but, <laughs> oh my none, God. But, but none of what you're saying is the reason why it failed well no they, so the and... reason why it failed is because they did not offer any because any for any company can drop its own launcher and its own streaming service if they offer something worth having that's the problem like all these excuses you're giving are all the wrong reasons. If if Nintendo started one up tomorrow, it would do gangbusters because they have something to offer. The Stadia platform had like four shitty games and no fucking exclusives that you couldn't play anywhere else. So nobody cares. I'm not gonna go on their platform to play games I can get anywhere else. Hmm. And it ran fine. Like if there was one thing people were reporting is that it's it, it it was never a broadband problem. That thing ran perfectly fine. Well, it's no, just no, it's people, like going was... into a store to buy shit that you can get anywhere else at a better price. Well, no, there was people like in the Midwest and stuff that were trying to get it to work. Even like because they have they have broadband in some areas of our country that are absolute shit broadband, um, and it wouldn't work that well. Along with yeah, people, but it's along still, with, that, that's still not enough to affect. Along with people trying to use it on DSLR and like DSL, yeah, DSL. Yeah, but that like, the amount of people in that spot, the amount of people in that position, was minuscule to the prop to, like if they had a compelling platform, the people that couldn't use it, wouldn't matter. The problem is they had a shit platform that no one cared about with game with not enough games. Yeah, and the uh, games they did have again are games you can get anywhere else. You just said something about B- Bungie, while Destiny was on it. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, no, no, no one cares about Destiny's that. Destiny's on everything. <laughs> um, no, but that's the thing. That's the point I'm making with like the scene. Like people don't want another launcher, and they don't want another platform um, that they're not invested in. Um, so, like for instance, like I'm not going to go out and buy an Xbox, no matter how compelling any game is on there. Yeah, but that's because you're a tool. Um, because there's not enough. There's not enough games in general that I'm going to want. There might be like two or three. But that's yeah. It. But again, again, that's um, because you're fake. You are you are <laughs> fake in that regard. No, he hate he hates. I hate. I don't like Microsoft either. But he hates Microsoft. That's why he would never buy one. But the reality is, like, as long as you have compelling software, anybody you can get people to play your thing. There just was none on Stevia. That's all. There Stevia, Stevia, whatever the hell it is, Stevie, little Stevie, Stady, Stadia. There, there was nothing compelling on there to get people. Like yeah. Nate says, I'll never buy an Xbox, but that's because you're a hardcore fan tool. But well, I'm not, I can okay. convince. Yeah, but I'm not like they it. could convince me to buy it. Yeah, but I'm they never... could convince me to buy into their system if they had the right games. Yeah, but I'm never going to buy a PS5 new either because I think it's too much money. I'm going to buy one broken and fix it. And for, yeah, but Nate, like you are an money. oddity. And it's going to be like a you are money. an oddity. You are a stubborn douche <laughs> when it comes to stuff like this. You are a freaking oddity. 
you know, you guys know I am not an Xbox guy, but I would buy an Xbox if it had a compelling software lineup that I wanted. You're saying nothing, no matter what. That means it could take the best game that you've ever played and give you a new version and you still wouldn't do it. And you would do it, you would say for one reason, but the real reason is because you hate Xbox. Well, no, but hate the, Microsoft. No, but like, say, like, this wouldn't have said, like, I'm not going to buy an Xbox, say, if, like, whatever, like, big game that I wanted to play came out in that, and it only came out in that. I wouldn't buy an Xbox for that one game. The same thing, I wouldn't buy a Stadia. Well, it would be more than one game. I, that's why the, it's a compelling library, but, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not going to happen, though. But, like, the same thing with Stadia. I wouldn't, like, there's no, that's why nobody was getting into it. There's no reason to get into it. Um, everything there, um, people can already get because the gamers that are already invested are already on a platform. They're not exactly. Um, so, and that's the thing you got to offer like something a lot more bigger, um, a lot more bigger, a lot more bigger. Yeah. And you got to like, more bigger and you got to offer, uh, like a lot more to the customer. Well, they also tried to use Stadia as it was its own like console type of thing. Cause you had to, you, you had to pay a, a monthly fee. Yes. First of all. And then you had to buy each game. There were some free games, but like, and you can play some for like an hour, but it was like you, you, they wanted that subscription fee. Yeah. Yeah. With it, like with, with the PlayStation Xbox. Yeah. You still have to, you, you, if you want to play online or something like that, you have to have that subscription fee, but you don't have to, but okay. So Google could easily bait all their money with this super easy. If they would have added ads into it, oh. no, so, no, 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 what are you talking no, about, dude? No, 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 nobody would play it. if they had ads, less people would have played it. No, no, he's no, not gonna, he's not saying like ads, no, in the middle of the game, not, no, dude. Game. It pisses people off to have ads when you're not playing on Xbox. No, no, I don't, it's mean... one of the reasons why people hate Xbox. I know, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if they would have, if they wanted to make money, they could have offered this service completely for free. Yeah. Um, in the regard is you sign up and you can play it. It's completely free. But like in between like loading screens and stuff, there's an ad. Well, they wouldn't be. Well, and there's... like say people that wanted to play that can't afford Destiny, they can't afford a, a modern that they can't afford a can't modern afford console. A free copy they can't. Of Destiny. They, they can't afford a PC. <laughs> um, they don't have the hardware to play it, and they want to play Destiny online. Well, hey, I can just sign up for a Google Stadia account and I can play it for free Stadia, right now. Stadia. Uh, Destiny is free. Dude, I'm so no, I'm broke I can't this, afford Destiny. But uh, part of Stadia is a subscription. No, uh, Destiny is free. Destiny 2 is free, I think. Oh, it was free. Now it's free, yeah. Oh, now it's free. Okay. With, with, it's well, up to a certain part. Like, oh, okay. you don't get, like, all the expansions or something. But I'm saying, though, they could have easily just, and I think they would have got more heal that way. And just made your money off ad revenue. Hmm. Um, and if you really wanted a controller, you could buy the controller. But you don't need the controller. Um. Uh, they could have done that um but that had been one they, that's only one nuance i don't know if that would have completely saved them that would have done a little better um but to really save them they would have to really pair up with a lot of big developers um and get a lot of games on there that are super compelling like a big library to compete with the big boys how does it weren't. work on geforce now do you have to buy the game or do you pay like a certain amount a month and you can pick whatever game you want to play yeah you pay a month and you pay whatever you want pretty much ding ding and Stadia didn't have that. But you can also play, like, your Steam games and stuff. Oh, yeah, you said that. So, like, I was playing PUBG on that. I, th I think you should be able to pay, maybe they make it 20 $25 a month or something. Yeah. But you get to play the games. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they had to offer more. Like, it wasn't enough to pull people from their already infrastructure yeah. that they had already established. Um, you're not going to make a whole new generation of gamers that are just Stadia. That's just not going to happen. And if they did that, please let me know. I'll, I'll just, you know, <laughs> correct me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's it's the end. Like, for someone really to make an impact on cloud gaming like that, it's going to take a lot. Um, or just a good chunk of compelling software. That yeah. you can't get anywhere. Um, like the reason well, why, yeah, like, like exclusive self software sells everything. That's like, the bottom line. Like the reason why Nvidia is doing okay with their cloud service because it doesn't really cost them anything, and it's only six bucks a month. That's it. It's super cheap, and you can play like all your Steam library anywhere you want, uh, plus a bunch of other games they have on there. So that's why you can do that. Like this month on Stadia, if you're a Stadia Pro member, you not only get up to 4K HDR video streaming. But now you can play a game called Pocket Lint. Ooh. I'm kidding. <laughs> they keep saying Pocket Lint. Oh my god. Anyway. Okay. I think it's the name of the website. It's the website, but I, I, the website, but I thought it was funny. But let's get into so, so CD Projekt Red, uh, Cyberpunk 2020 sequel, and a new Witcher games, and an original IP in development at CD Projekt Red. So as part of the strategic presentation, CD Projekt Red has announced that it will be uh, multi, yeah, multiple new games in development, although these are slim. The company is in to announcement that the uh, sequel to 2020 Cyberpunk 2077 is in development under codename Project Orion. Project Hey Haters, they made more money than you think, dumbass. <laughs> uh, and it will prove the full power and potential of the Cyberpunk universe when it is released. Yeah, but it won't be for a while. I love all these fake haters. Uh, um, now that now that uh, uh, Cyberpunk bombed, asshole, they sold 25 million copies. They didn't bomb. Yeah, they they bomb. just launched a little poorly. Get over it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they didn't bomb at all. <laughs> well, it's like they're they're slowly upgrading and fixing the game yeah. as we speak. And you know they all they all bitched about uh, that other that space game. Yeah, like so. And games, that's like supposed a game to be really shouldn't launch broken. That no, of they, they're not. right. They they they're not. They shouldn't launch broken. But shut the f up, you fake gamers. Okay, like you're mad that it launched broken, so you're pretending that it failed. Yeah, and then you're pretending that because it launched broken and failed, they lost money. CD Projekt Red is now bad enough, and, and they're never gonna make get back to where they are. And I'm like the fuck are you talking about they made so much money off that game that they're launching a new ip making a sequel and another fucking uh witcher yeah. like you you're living in a fantasy world when you pretend that this was a bomb yeah no they because it literally wasn't kid their biggest mistake is obviously now they've corrected that was launching on the ps4 and xbox one uh which now they said there's no longer support for that system at all those systems at all which is great they should have done that to begin with uh but it's what it is their big CEOs decided they had to support them, but because they already said they would, and then they launched on it, which was a bad idea. Uh, additionally, a number of games is set to uh, the Witcher universe are also in various stages of development. These all being developed under various code names as well, including Project Cyrus, Project Polaris, and Project Canis. Dude, I hope they don't f up the Witcher. Canis Majors. Really Canis, what the hell? Project Major Canis Major. What the hell? Okay, anyway. Beyond its two most well-known uh, franchises, Seed Project is also working on uh, Project Hatter, a new standalone IP. Whatever that is. So we'll have to see. What the? Don't new... screw up the Witcher. <laughs> okay. Look, people want to play as as Siri. No one's saying they don't. 
and people want to play as a, oh my god, I forgot, Yennefer. But that doesn't mean people don't want to play as Geralt. So, just make the game about Geralt and Yennefer and Ciri, and allow the person to play as any character they want. Or have it jump back and forth, depending on the situation. They're, they're going to make a Witcher 4 the card game. <laughs> like, don't be stupid and go, we're going to make Witcher 4, but it, but you're only playing as Siri, or you're only going to play as Jennifer. They want to mm. play, people want to play as all three of those characters. People yeah. might want to play as Dandelion, for all I know. But people want to play as those characters, so just allow us to play as any one of them in the setting, in the world, in the story that you're telling. Oh, wow, that's cool. So That's what we want. That the Cyberpunk anime was pretty good. Yeah, I watched it. I haven't really finished good. it yet. Heard it's really good. Um, the new, the, so the new IP uh, from C Project Red, uh, Project Hatter, uh, has been an IP in combination of since 2021, supposedly. Uh, currently, on uh, conceptual phrase, the game is described as being a uh, distant from Cyberpunk 27 and The Witcher and being developed 100%, what do you call it, internally. So it's nothing like either of those games. So we'll have to see what it is going to be. Do do. It's all we know. It's super secret. Super secret. All right, let's get into our, our review. So, Modern Warfare Two. Sounds good. <laughs> So, so this is like the third Modern Warfare 2 because we had Modern Warfare 2. We had Modern Warfare 2 remastered. Now we're getting a reimagining of Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> no, it, the I, absurdity of what you just said <laughs> hurts my fucking brain. It's, it, it's, it's, it's another time in Modern Warfare 2 time. Yeah, I know. It's another it's event. Lazy writing I know. It's another it event. I know. I it's know. lazy writing and lazy naming and lazy everything. Uh, I'm sure there's some lazy naming in some games that you like. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, just going Final Fantasy 16 is a million times less lazy than going, we're going to rename our game Modern Warfare 2 again because that's one of our most popular ones and people will fall for it and buy it. Come on. That's why they keep a renaming. Apple keeps that's naming why they... it the iPad. <laughs> we're Dude, on iPhone no. 14, but it's the iPad. They're on like Call of Duty 400. <laughs> And every couple of years, they go, let's do Modern Warfare 2 again because people are dumb enough to go, oh, you know, I loved Modern Warfare 2. I'm getting Modern Warfare 2 again. <laughs> you don't know if you're getting the same game, you reject. It's not the same game. It's really not the same but, game. <laughs> no, what I mean is that, what I mean is, that, like, they think that fan base is so dumb mm. that the people who loved Modern Warfare 2 will get excited because you named the next one Modern Warfare 2. They'll think, they'll equate it in their mind to, that game was amazing, that means this one will be amazing, because it's called Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Well, and it, that's why they named it Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, that yeah. is fucking stupid. No, I know. And to be, But to be fair, it is, this, it is the same storyline going on from a different aspect. In the same game. They just call it Modern Warfare 3 or something. Because that's a whole there other game. A, there, there is a Modern Warfare 3. But this is like, and they are going to do a Modern Warfare 3. That's going to be from your perspective. They already sold that. Call it yeah. Modern Warfare 4. Whatever number you haven't done yet, call it that. They did do that. Then why are they going back to Modern there. Warfare 2? Because they're retelling the story from a different angle. Oh my Christ, dude. Call of Duty's so stupid, it hurts. Uh, anyway, so the beta was last weekend, and I played it. I got to, like, so I stopped playing it. 
like on the night of that same night, I hit level 20 uh, and I stopped playing it. Um, and I mostly wanted to hit level 20 so I can get the sniper rifle. Um, tested it out and that sniper rifle was crap. So I was like, yeah, oh well. No, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, granted, none of the sniper rifles are going to be good until you really kit them out anyway. Um, but I um, had a lot of fun playing it. I found one really thing interesting. So uh, me and Bazinga are playing it and I noticed one thing. There's one of the characters you can play as runs around screaming, bad guys. I was like, what did I just hear? Did they take that audio from our video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was we, like, did a, we did an intro for NARC. Yeah. Okay. If, if we could legitimately see them, <laughs> we could get free money. Right. <laughs> they would just be like, whatever, pay off the damn lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hate going to court. Nobody likes doing that shit anymore. Uh, it's just funny that they said, that's how bad guys. Bad guys. Bad guys. I was like, <laughs> what was I that I just heard? It's uh, funny that you recognized it. Yeah. Right away, I was like, what does it sound like me? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to, let's do it again. <laughs> uh, but it was, yeah, I had a lot of fun playing multiplayer. Uh, the level design was decent. Um, you got the doors back. You can open doors. The, okay. There's, There's doors in Modern Warfare, though, too. I didn't play, I didn't really play Cold War or. Cold War doesn't have doors. Cold War doesn't, and Vanguard just shit. So, yeah, I don't. <laughs> um. But yeah, no. So I'm kind of going from Modern Warfare to Modern Warfare 2. Mm. So nothing's, as far as the aspect of the change, which is great. And it feels great. The th thing that I do like is they've added, there's a lot more shake. So when you're firing a weapon or getting hit, they added a whole lot more shake depending on the weapon. The, the recoil is crazy. Some of the guns have re pretty good recoil, but the, it's not just the recoil. This is what I've noticed. It's actually the shake. Mm -hmm. of the screen the gun will stay facing forward but it throws you off because the screen's moving um but the gun's actually not moving so you actually go to move your gun but you're actually not aiming now because you're trying to compensate for the screen moving and not the gun moving well so also what i noticed is you're 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 heavy you move a lot slower it they did slow it down a little bit no but you can if it, it feels like you're heavy like the lot of oh. breathing the audio is amazing it's oh yeah so much audio. better yeah they've increased the like you better. hear your footprints it's oh, yeah, it's I loud was, it's booming no no the surround sound they had to have redone it the sound design immensely because this one i can actually pick up footsteps like right away where they're coming from well that was the problem with uh modern warfare yeah and you can i can pick them up like right where they're coming from now and i didn't miss a shot every time i knew where someone was coming i was like it, it was pretty on point yeah but like um, you are you are like because you know we're they're, you're not really upgrading and getting perks or anything at the in, in the beta. Maybe if you got really oh, I, high I, level. I, I kitted out to... Okay, so the MP4 can turn into the FTAC, the M16, and there's one other weapon it turns into. Mm -hmm. Okay? By changing... Because you can change the core. Yeah. Now. So, so it seemed like they didn't have as many weapons in this game, but it's not. Instead of having like, oh, there's the M16, the M4, and the MTAC, which is what they did in Modern Warfare, there's that one gun because they're all based off the same gun. Yeah, you change the core, and now you can change to a different gun. The core. So I kitted out every single version of the MP4 there was. Mm -hmm. I decked out every single one. Uh, so by the time I was done, my guy was actually moving fairly quick because mm -hmm. you got to think once you add like all the attachments to raise your movement speed, to raise your aim down sight speed, you actually really start moving pretty quick. Yeah. 
So, which was nice. I had a lot of fun with that. Um, but as a beginner, you're a heavy. Yeah, the very like, when you start out, you are pretty heavy. Yeah, it, it, I was like, and, and you don't, the sliding's different too. You gotta, you can't slide and jump up. You gotta like double space. It, it's a little different. Uh, what? Oh, it's about the same. I didn't have any trouble. No, they 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 changed it so you couldn't do so certain things with the sliding mechanic. Oh, because uh. It, it was not working the same because okay. I usually, you know, slide, jump, slide, jump. No, you slide and you couldn't do anything. Oh. You had to double space to the jump or something. Like oh, that I see. I, I don't, in playing multiplayer, I don't slide and jump. I mostly just, I'll run into a scene and I'll slide and shoot and then I'll stand up because everybody's dead at that point. I won't really jump. <laughs> or you're dead. Or I'm dead. More than likely. Um, but, and then, but they added a dive mechanic. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to do it. Is it a button? Or yeah. What what? How do you I do forget it? the key combination, but yeah, you have to die. Ask, just ask an NBA player how to die. <laughs> I, I forgot exactly the whole button combination, but you can. I first time I saw it, I was like, that guy is dope. Yeah, I, I saw like, that. What just happened? I can't, I was trying. I'm like, I was hitting jump and kneel or uh, you know, yeah. prone and all that. I'm like, that's nothing. It's not working. I don't yeah, know how they do that. I was like, holy shit, yeah. that's kind of cool though. So you can just dive out. Like, yeah, it would. They work. were di- They were diving from like the roof. <laughs> yeah, that's where it would work because you can dive away from a situation. Mm-hmm. Um. Granted, everybody that tried that on me got like popped in the head. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I yeah, just in general, like it it felt really smooth. It ran really smooth. Um, the all the um, what do you call it? The, oh, the all the call-ins were actually pretty good. They worked out really well. Uh, they're pretty pretty much standard as they were from Modern Warfare, so they weren't any different. And the funny thing is, I wasn't having any graphic issues with it with it. But then I went back to Modern Warfare and I got that glitch again. <laughs> oh, you got! I don't get I don't get the glitch where the screen shuts off. Yeah, I just get like a like a line flicker. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I think my graphics guy's dying. Oof. I'm just a little bit longer. Oof. I'm waiting for the the forties to come out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, in general, like it ran like so. But you played the third. I didn't try the third person. It I'm, was, not a, I'm not a fan of third person, so yeah, I didn't really try it. It was okay. It was just awkward. But like like the the, – because when you aim down sight, instead of just going like this, it would it would go into first person. Yeah. Aim down sight. So there was a – it was really slow. Uh, Versus aim down sight, it was – it would because it would zoom the camera in and then you're in the – Then you're in the – yeah, yeah, yeah. So it worked a little bit slower. Yeah. But you know everybody has that same situation. But yeah, I was I don't know. I don't think that's going to catch on. I think they'll end up dropping it probably after a short bit when they see possibly when they see a lot of people not using it. But some people. Um, but maybe if they have a third person mode in Warzone Two. I know, but like, like it. but if they don't have that draw to go to aim down sight quick enough, people are not going to like that. So who knows? Um, that's the thing that people are not going to like. Um, I think one, yeah, it'll do, yeah, as far as that, will do well. I'm just hoping for, uh, a lot bigger map, but we'll see though. I think they already showed the map. I don't know if they, they showed the map from Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, I've seen people play. For Warzone 2? Warzone 2. Because that's when I wish we got the beta for, but we didn't get the beta for that. Al Mazra. El Mazra? Yeah, I Oh, I found, uh, Nate's favorite location in what? the map. The observatory. <laughs> the observatory. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's the map. 
Yeah, we'll have to see when it launches how how well it is and whatnot. Um, but in general, I just really enjoyed the uh, multiplayer. Had a lot of fun. I didn't like the def so the default like uh, key bindings were really fucking weird, and I don't know why they changed them. But that's a whole other discussion. Uh, what was like? Different? Like G was not. Oh, like, it's not grenade. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a Q uh, Q and E. Yeah, it was really E was usually usually at what it was. It, Q was never. It was always G, but for some reason it was. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So I had to go back and rechange that. But that was the only thing that kind of annoyed me at first. Um, but other than that, it ran absolutely great though for a beta. It ran beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, I don't know if they're going to make any changes to any of the guns. The guns seem fairly balanced for the most part. Well, there was um, only a few, few guns too. They didn't have no. There all. was a, well, okay, you didn't have access to all the guns, but there was technically a lot of guns. Like there was four different MP4s you can make, which is what I did. I maxed out the AK-47. You could make a whole different versions of it. Oh yeah, yeah, and you can go so around the whole. The blue is the size of the new map. Okay. The red is the for Verdanks, and the green is the one that's on right now in Warzone. So it's a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. The the it's problem not, it's not really bigger; it's just different shaped. Oh, it's bigger. Yeah. It's just not by much. But yeah. the Caldera, there's too much. Uh, I don't know. It's, <clears throat> I play. I played it a couple rounds with uh, with Woody, and it was there's a lot of deserty area, so yeah, like uh, climbing. We, I know it's weird. I don't know. I don't care for that map, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's what it is. I think those maps should be way bigger, but they just don't do it. I don't get it. Um, well, I don't know how big you're looking for. Well, think how big like the desert map is in PUBG. All right, that's like what I'm thinking. You have to you have to appeal appeal to their fan base. Though mm. that's the problem. And their fan base are the kind of people who are too impatient to, to tactically think about a map like that. Yeah, I mean a map where if you get tactically called out into an area where the circle isn't, you're screwed if you're not yeah, thinking about it. Like that's the that. kind. That that's the, that's the kind of map I'm talking about. That game, dude. Because I want that to be a concern of people. That would make oh. way too many of their players mad. Mm. Because that, like, Call of Duty's entire thing, the thing that makes people like Call of Duty is, like, the dopamine of never being out of a, out of a situation. You're always in a fight in that game. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fast-paced, which can be fun, but it's also because they know their player base doesn't want to think because their player base is a bunch of lazy potheads. Uh, it's, I'm not kidding. It's the fucking truth. Like yeah. they don't want their players to think because if their players think, they wouldn't play that game. It's it's a different style game. No, That's why people who play PUBG don't play Call of Duty because PUBG is a different style game. Yeah. No, I know. I know. That's just the only thing that kind of annoyed me about Warzone. Warzone just like it's kind of like it it's just... kind of the reason why Apex is so big. Yeah, because then, Apex kind of hits the in between. It requires a little bit of thinking. Yeah, the and Apex, it, it the still, Apex maps are small. Yeah, the Apex are fairly small too. But yeah, they do but, more, but the, they, the, they do more than one map. It's the way the game is designed that makes it is yeah, how it feeds into the thinking. Like mm -hmm. I said, it's a 
it's a middle ground. So I would not be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault uh, Call of Duty for the size of their maps if, if they had more than one. If they, if they had more than one, every like couple months, if they every like three months, they brought in a whole completely new map, completely new, not new, not the same assets, just completely new. I would be like, okay, cool, your maps are not as big, but you have a bunch of them. That is awesome. That's what I would be happy with. That'd be really good. Um, anyway, so that's Call of Duty. We will be playing it when it launches. Uh, we might have to bring back the crew. We might have to get a hold of Bo. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm, I'm actually watching a video with all the comparisons of the, oh, the, size of the, the, the Battle Royale maps here. Oh. Your desert map is 64 kilometers. Yes, it's huge. It's a huge map. It's awesome. I love the desert map. Is really the desert map and the first map in PUBG. The first map they came up with is like some of the best, one of the two of the best maps ever made. I think, um, and they're giant and they're great. Uh, anyway, so now we're gonna get into Zelda. So, so one of the things really annoying me. I okay, the theorists out there are great, and I watch a lot of them, like Z Link. Here we um, go with him being and, wrong, and a bunch of other people. So they do a great job of theorizing Zelda, and I love watching the because I do it myself, and I like own. I Zelda is one of my favorite franchises in general, and I love theorizing about it, and I own all the High Hyrule Historia books and stuff. Um, so just because the world is very interesting, the world building is very well done. Um, so in this new game, um. And it, it really, at first, it shocked me why people are so confused. I didn't understand why. It's, it's just because people don't follow Zelda as deep as I do. Like, Tears of the Kingdom is the title of the new game. And it made sense to me. Um, I was like, okay, that, that sounds good. Um, and including, like, the symbolism for the title when it showed the title, which is um, the snake eating its own tail, um, the Ouroboros. Um, including uh, along with the destroyed uh, Master Sword. Um, these are all things. And so I'll get right into that first. So if anybody doesn't know, so Demise is locked into his essence is sealed in the Master Sword. Okay. Clue who the fuck you're talking about. Um, so, and basically it comes down to when the, seal, when the Master Sword is finally destroyed... He is going to be re-released. Granted, he already released his malice, his story. He is the reincarnate. Obviously, he's Gandalf reincarnating over and over again. The same thing, Link reincarnate because that's the curse demise placed on them when he when Link defeated him um, in the very beginning. So, but what that means is that well, I call it, the master is about to be destroyed or close to being destroyed. We don't completely know what that's going to mean. I think it's going to mean personally the end is the beginning, and the beginning is the end. That's the reason for the Ouroboros in the title because I personally think before I get into all the other details, this game is going to be, it's the last game in the entire timeline. And it's also the first game in the timeline. It's going to be the game that sets off the first game of the timeline. And we do, we already know that breath of the wild was at the very end of the timeline. It takes place around 10,000 years um, after twilight kingdom, uh, twilight princess. Sorry. Getting name script here. Anyway. So it takes place quite a bit further in the future. Uh, from the last games, um, and it, and if the way um, the director put it is that 
Twi- wild arms. Well, wild arms. I'm getting way out of it. <laughs> anyway, oh uh, yeah. Let's Breath not of... talk about a far better game, asshole. <laughs> wild, uh, wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild is where all the timelines converge back together. So all the timelines split during Ocarina of Time, but they come back together uh, once we get to Breath of the Wild. It's so far in the future, everything has had time to kind of converge back to a single timeline. Um, because all the events eventually do add up to a single uh, point. So, um, and this is why also I think it's the beginning is the end because we're going to get the events that's going to bring or uh, Zelda is going to become Hylia. She's going to become an immortal goddess again um, because she is the embodiment of Hylia, the uh, goddess. So, and we'll see probably the, you know I mean, the whole birth of the Triforces and all that other shit that's going to happen. Anyway, so Tears of the Kingdom. So Tears are huge symbolism throughout Zelda in general. There is multiple things you have to collect that are Tears through different Zelda games. Um, in Breath of the Wild in general, Tears represent wisdom. That's absolutely what they represent. Um, you can see that in how uh, Zelda's Tears actually revitalize that robot. Um the tears for the data transfers to what is the Hyrulea ta- iPad, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> um, the way the data transfer is through tears. So tears are wisdom. So you could actually call this the wisdom of the kingdom. Um, but it's also kind of a dull meaning because yeah, I think Zelda is an awesome action adventure game in general. But every the, the it's it is a tragic story. It is one of the most tragic stories of an action adventure that are out there. Um, including Breath of the Wild, which is everything is destroyed. You've lost. The kingdom is lost. <laughs> um, so, and we're getting now to Tears of the Kingdom. This is kind of the rejuvenation because it's also a rejuvenating property. And that's what Zelda said. She wanted to rejuvenate the kingdom back to its former glory and beyond. That's what she said at the end of Breath of the Wild. So, <clears throat> and obviously then they discover this whole thing. So, the creature that they clearly discover hanging by a hand um, being sealed underground is clearly Ganondorf. That is Ganondorf. And it's Ganondorf from Twilight Princess. So there's multiple Ganondorfs? So, okay, so that's like I said. So, um, so... Skyward Sword was All the right. Very... No, there's one Ganondorf. There's a bunch of different Ganondorfs, Deefs, Dorfs, Deefs. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Skyward this is Ganondorf. <laughs> so Skyward Sword is the very first game in the timeline. Okay, um, and it was to show the origin of where this began, and it was from this demon called Demise, mm-hmm. um, who wanted to steal Hylia's power. Um, Link defeats him in the end. Okay, and on his dying breath, he curses Link and he says, from this point on, I will be reborn and you will be reborn to refight this battle over and over again. Mm. Which is the dumbest curse ever, because if you have the power to curse someone, why are you cursing them to come back and thwart your plans over and over again? Yeah, I know, I know, but like... Should have just cursed... From this point on, I will return over and over again, and you? Well, you're shit out of luck. Bye! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I will return again for you to fail... For me to fail every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened is he had brain damage. He was like, From this day forward, both return! Uh." Oh, so much pain. I curse you. 
Uh, yeah. So, um, obviously, but he's also, he's, he's won multiple times. Like we have Wind Waker where Ganon won. We have Twilight Princess, Ganon won. We have, um, if you fail in Zelda 2, Ganon won. Um, we have obviously Breath of the Wild, Ganon won. He wins a lot of times. Technically, he wins. if you follow the stupidity of their bullshit with their timelines, technically they both won at the end of Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Because it splits with Link winning and with Link losing. Yeah, no, I know. Um, but I don't follow the made-up bullshit because they're lying. Um, anyway, so <laughs> um, we have these whole split timelines that happen <clears throat> with this. And now, so that is clearly Ganon from Twilight Princess. He's wearing the same headgear. He obviously has the red hair, but he's being sealed by a hand that's being wrapped in, it seems like a spell made from courage. So it's the Triforce of Courage, which is obviously what Link possesses. Is the Triforce so of who courage. do you kill in Breath of the Wild? Ganon. Where does he go? So it's a literally... So you kill Calamity Ganon, which is Calamity. it's Ganon, but it's not Ganon. So it's, it's the embodiment of Demise uh, with the malice from Demise. So all that red goo, that's the malice of Demise. That's his power. Okay. Are you that, confused? That oh, very. Because is, there's no real story, that, no that, real storyline. They started lying when they realized they could sell more copies. That, there was never really a connection. That's that's the malice that's from, that's his power. That's, that's oozed throughout Hyrule. Gaming historian, please make a video. Yeah. <laughs> like, of the timeline. <laughs> I don't know if he has, actually. Uh, game, theory, so. ga- uh, game Theory's made a bunch. Um. He doesn't pop up on my feed anymore. Oh. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Once you make enough money, you don't pop up on feeds. You just stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's the malice of the hand. So, a lot of people expect, oh, that's Link's hand from before. And yes and no. It could be, but it could not be, too. Um, Why, you got his hand cut off? Well, we okay, so, no. That's not. So, we got to think, there's there's 10,000 years between these games, okay? Yeah. It's a lot of time. Um, So, this is where we're going to get into, I'm pretty sure, we're tying back into uh, Twilight Princess. Um, Because, from these images that you have on here. Okay. So, we got a petroglyph of, we got a petroglyph of this creature. Well, creature, person. I think it's a person. Um, and there's seven tiers around them. So I'm guessing that's a hint that we're going to be, it's going to be seven tiers that you're going to have to collect for some reason, for whatever reason. Seven sages. Dude, seven's a big dude, number. Can we talk about what matters? Are so, they putting real dungeons back in this shit? Yes, there's real dungeons in the game. Because I like the other game, but I did not like the lack of real dungeons. So the seven tiers, and obviously, if anybody doesn't know, the petroglyph, those lines. If anybody's ever watched anime or read manga, those lines are speed lines. <laughs> <laughs> that means the person is dropping from the sky. Anyway, what, what are these? Where are these tears? Uh, that's the that's a zoomed in image. Uh, if you uh, look up the bigger image, it's there's seven tears around this creature. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Realistically, the tears are in the temple. So and then, <clears throat> yeah. So there's these. So there's this person that's on a petroglyph. That's seven tears around them. And people are like, who is this person? A lot of people are like, oh, it's Link or it's Hylia. Or it's Zelda from a different era, and like it's like no, it's none of those. It's absolutely none of those, uh, because we also have Zelda right here. So the other image, the other petroglyph, uh, we see Zelda, which is holding hands with, well, grasping hands like kind of in cro- like in kind of cooperation with this, this other person, and you can see two tears right above them in sequence. 
Um, and then we get into the Japanese cover. What is this? The tier up here? No, that's two tiers. These are the tiers right here. Those two. There's two tiers. We don't know okay. two those are, but there's two tiers so, showing showing Nate, a collaboration. I got a question, of, Nate. Yeah. Where are the tiers for fears? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> anyway, so um, the Japanese cover, not that. Go to the Japanese. Cover. Lamb dunk. So the Did Japanese cover. This. Yeah, shows you see a clear image of what's clearly the cr creature on the petroglyph with the tears around them and Zelda on the other half of it. Um, and they're the two holding hands. Yeah. So, and they're in the tears show they're equal. So this person is clearly Medea. And if you look at Medea, <laughs> Oh, you don't want to piss her off. Medea. <laughs> oh my God. Are we going to big mama's house? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I ain't buying this game. Fuck she, this game. She had one hell of a Halloween, man. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's go to the images of Medea. So, Medea is no. Let's not ever go anywhere near an image of Medea. <laughs> so if you clearly look, she has the same dress with the same braid around the uh, waist. Uh, her hair—it's very well. She has long. It's kind of curled up in her it's hood. Herpes. We got um, it. But she has long flowing hair, just like in the petroglyph. And people are suspecting like these those weird things on the petroglyph. They're ears. They're not ears, people. It's part of her headdress, as you can clearly see right here. That's Nate, her headdress. Nate, Nate, you really have to stop being so confident because you're always wrong, and there's a good chance you're going to be wrong here too. So, um, and like seriously, you, and if you look at the other, go to the other image of her. Yeah, you can clearly see this headdress with the ears. Like it, people are saying, their ears. That's not ears. It's part. And of what's the this from? She's she's the Twilight Princess. Oh, okay, all right. She is the Twilight Princess. Um, Medea. She's that weird. So in her um, deformed form is when she's that creature riding the wolf. Oh, okay. In uh, Twilight Princess. That little dude? Yeah. Oh. That's her in a deformed form. That's because Zan cursed her and made her that weird like thing. Yeah. That's her real form. Oh, okay. So. um, And, and, it, and it says Midna. Midna. Yeah, Midia. Not Medea. Midia. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Midna. Midia. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so this is clearly yeah. anyway, dude. Medea. End of story. <laughs> Move along. So, <laughs> so I think it's clearly so. After the events of Twilight Princess happened, right? Mm. We obviously something had happened between these two. Obviously, made some kind of a connection, right? Between these two worlds, Link saved them. That he saved the Twilight world, and he sa saved his own Hyrule world from Ganon because Ganon was the one who manipulated Zan. Uh, who was the ruler of uh, the Twilight Kingdom. So years pass and her and Zelda make a pact. I'm guessing to either unite the worlds or like share technology of some kind or any, we don't know those details yet because they're not disclosed, but in some way they made a pact. Okay. And that's what this happened. And I'm guessing um, Ganon came back again. And whoever defeated him, they sealed him underneath Hyrule, and they they uh, the person that healed him, which actually so, it could be Link. We do not know. It could very well be Link, but I personally think it could be somebody. I think it will be the parallel version of Link from the Twilight Kingdom, because of the hand brace that's around his arm. Looks like something from the Twilight Kingdom. Um, has held is holding him with a what do you call it with a what do you call it 
uh, what do you call, a seal from the Triforce of Courage. And it's holding him in place so he can't get out. But it's that malice that's leaking underneath Hyrule because the curse is breaking. Are there any other first-party Nintendo games with this much depth? No. There isn't as much depth as you think. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Nate, dude. Um, there's like six books now with that uh, Nintendo's written with like world building for Zelda. It's, I can, it's uh, crazy. I can tell you there's more depth than this than this picture. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, Nintendo's definitely put a lot of effort into world building Zelda with the Hyrule Historia book, which is really cool. Um, but is that is that that's official Nintendo? That's official. Well, that's weird. Um, that is official. And there's two of them. No, there's like six books. Oh, there's six now. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot, a lot of depth, depth to those games, the the books anyway. So then, so why do I think this is definitely Twilight Princess? So in the cover for the American version, um, we see the same symbol. Except there's one difference. There's one distinct difference. We see a broken master sword and the rest of it being rebuilt. Like digitally? Which, which <laughs> clearly looks like Twilight magic. Because that's exactly what the Twilight magic looks like in Twilight Kingdom. Is that very like straight line, like weird the filling in of the lines yeah the so filling in the lines but like a more digital stuff. not swirly because yeah. swirly is swirly is more uh, of like is the curse is not the curse but the blessing of the twilight of the triforce of courage which is what we see in the hand holding which is that curse holding ganondorf in place mm -hmm. this is more the actual magic being used by the twilight realm so uh, it's almost Nate, like i'm gonna slow your roll for a minute because i gotta go so i i gotta get some sleep dude all right um so and it is being rebuilt the other half it's almost like it's going to be reunited or the curse is going to be held in place half by the twilight realm as they join forces so they can seal demise in that curse forever and never he can never get out now do you think that that's what the sword ends up looking at or is it rebuilding it's, I think once we see the full Master Sword at the end, it's going to be like a Legend of Zelda lightsaber. Okay. Because the other half of it is going to be look like that and going to be glowing. So it's going to be... Was the Master Sword in the last game? Yeah. It was? Yeah. But was there more powerful swords in it? No. That was it? That was it. But it's still, you still have to get it repaired, though. Uh, no, it just recharges. Recharges. Uh, yeah, that's... Good game. I just couldn't get into it because it was it was annoying me having to get a new weapon. There, <laughs> over, yeah, over, there were over, so over many again. weapons though everywhere though. Oh, all I had was sticks. Oh, like I said, I've only played so much of it. Oh, right here. Well, this one there's five right here. Yeah. Yeah, there's those five, and then there is the, um, the champion one. It's called the Breath of the Wild, like champion something. It's called, and that has a whole big story of that. So, this one, the which one? This gold one here. Uh there's a multiple different covers. Oh, that's Multi cool. the, the default one was white, um, but the Champions of Hyrule. Ah, okay. Yeah. Kind of not so much stuff they made. They like. made a lot of stuff. Um, so, 
and this is where like we're also going to get so they're not just going to tie in twilight kingdom they're going to twilight princess they're tying in minish cap they're tying in they're tying in a bunch of games the reason why i say minish cap because we can clearly see in the islands in the sky the flooring of where you're walking has this patterns that are in the sky temples in minish cap it's the same floor pattern and we know they were technologically advanced species that had the power of wind and launched themselves into the sky and took the wind power with them um so they're going to not obviously incorporate the wind tribe into that which has a lot of similarities to the zonai which is the mysterious group within uh, Breath of the Wild that we don't know a lot about, which we hear a lot about, but we just don't ever see them. Um, but they seem a lot like they are the same as the Wind people from when the Wind tribe from Minish Cap. Um, but then there's also symbolism from uh, a possible return of Vati, which is one of the bad guys uh, throughout the Zelda games because of certain symbolism. So they're tying in a lot. But I think the biggest tie-in here is going to be it's um, it's going to be a closer sequel to Twilight Princess than anything. It'd be cool if they made like the Legend of Zelda uh, time travel, <laughs> you know, so, something like where like well, there's already time. There's already a bunch of time travel. No, no, I mean like where you you you're you're playing, but you go into different timelines to, to to play but you're in different like the games oh oh, oh, oh. so like you're in you're playing this a uh, level that's literally the legend of zelda yeah, yeah then yeah. then you you teleport to ocarina of time graphics oh yeah yeah you yeah. know you're, you're bouncing all over the place <laughs> uh zelda multiverse yeah <laughs> well they clearly so in the beginning of breath of the wild when you first walk out of the cave and stand and see the huge vista of hyrule they clearly did that to show you this is the same land so if you open up the booklet for the first zelda game on nes it shows that same vista and link standing on that same plateau it was to show you this is the same land this is the yeah same, this is the same point that you're looking at from what he's looking at in that book mm -hmm. so I, I think that'd be kind of neat yeah where like like legend of zelda in the multiverse <laughs> or yeah. another word for multiverse <laughs> where you play like in like all these different genre types, the top-down ones, the third person and stuff. I think that would be kind of neat. No, that would be kind of neat. Yeah. And just to just, so Grimm is somewhat half right. They didn't consider timelines until after Ocarina of Time. They well, were they were yeah. kind of just making um, Zelda games. Mm -hmm. And they didn't consider the timeline until after that point. And then they realized that they, wow, we, well, hey, we've kind of created something here. And they've kind of, they started branching off of that, uh, which is what we've got. Why they all tie together now is because they're actually do, actively tying them together mm. um, with the other games, which is kind of cool. When I, I really like the story of, uh, I haven't finished, I never finished it, but Wind Waker. Wind Waker is really good. Like Wind Waker is really dark. Yeah, the graphics were were Especially different, in, but I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed how, it. How Zelda, how Link kills Ganon is so dark for <laughs> a Zelda game. It's just like holy like, shit. That 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 time where you go underwater into the castle and it's yeah. all in like a stuck state, like everything was. Yeah, it's all frozen. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, that was really neat. Yeah, yeah. 
No, it's yeah. That's that's a really but the darkest game is obviously Twilight. Well, it's hard to say. There's a lot of dark Zelda games. Uh, obviously Breath of the Wild. Breath. Okay, so Twilight Princess is easily the darkest Zelda game because the, ki- the kingdom goes into ruin because Zelda willingly gives up her kingdom to save her people. There's no battle. She willingly gives it up because she's like this is. She's like they're all going to die if we go into a war. She just gives up the kingdom. Um, and obviously it didn't work out either. Um, but Breath of the Wild storyline. Once you get to, because you don't know the storyline until you get to the end and recover all your memories of what happened, and it is so depressing. Holy crap, it's depressing. Like the entire fall apart of the kingdom, Zelda not knowing her power, not knowing why she can't use her power, like completely confused at her life, is completely lost it. She completely thinks she's a failure. Like, and Link not knowing where to stand in this whole thing, and then he eventually does fail and dies. Like, holy crap, it is depressing. <laughs> it is a dark storyline. <laughs> so, yeah. But, like I said, every Zelda game is pretty damn dark. Uh, so, yeah, that's just what it is. It's the tragedy of Zelda. <laughs> so, given that, I hope you've enjoyed that theory. If you think I'm wrong, that's fine. Comment. Uh, reach us out on social media. We're at Tech Prime over on Facebook and on Twitter and anything else. So go check our videos. You can leave a comment. Let us know. You can, whatever podcast app, you can leave a comment as well. I don't know what podcast app you work. But if you are on Spotify, you can now watch this in video form. Mm, that's really cool. So, yeah. Check that out. And obviously, and now we're on Amazon podcasting, which is a very, very new thing. Um, you do Good. Have, so we get into you it. Do, the you do have to pay for Amazon Music to listen to podcasts. But if people that do pay for Amazon Music, um, yeah, and you can check out our podcast on Amazon Music now. Cool. Um, so, yeah. But that being said, let's move on to technology and pop culture and all the fun stuff that comes with that because we have a lot of things to say. I have a lot of things to say about Andor. So <laughs> we're going to get into that. But obviously, remember, check us out on all social medias. And if you want Will to check you us- stop hitting that table? Oh, my God. <laughs> if, you, if you want to check us out live, twitch.tv slash techprimemedia. Uh, so at 6 o'clock every other Wednesday. So today's Tuesday, I know, but that's just the scheduling thing. Mm-hmm. So we try to do it every other week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's about the best we can get. Mm-hmm. All right. So, oop, just clicked on that. So as we get into technology and pop culture, what have you been watching? So Tony Camper was over last night, and we watched. <laughs> We watch, he I don't know, we were watching some like history stuff and I was like literally falling asleep because we were talking about um the the woman queen or whatever or the woman king and how oh know, yeah supposedly yeah. inaccurate it is to to actual true story then I looked it up it's it's based on true events but but not following it the true events but whatever so we were watching well, some history yeah we were watching some history stuff on that and I'm like. Oh, and I'm like, okay, let's see what's on Netflix, and we we watched uh, Day Shift. I've been wanting to watch that. I heard that's really good. It was pretty good. I heard that's really. We I were really screaming at some of it because we're like, what? Because there's this one scene. They're in a house with these extra guys, and they are like, the, they are full on action hero guys. Oh, they're like, it's that, it's that. I don't know who I, I looked him up last night. I don't remember, the, but he's like in a bunch of movies. But he, he's like. 
like a B B B actor, mm-hmm. but he's always in like fighting like movies and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I just I see him in like a whole bunch of stuff, but uh, they're fighting, shooting these what, vampires, da da da, going crazy, and he's like, "Hey man, I'm out." He throws a bullet in the air. The guy does like a cartwheel backflip rotation, whatever you want to call it. Catches the freaking bullet in the chamber of his gun. Boom! I'm like, yeah, okay. We were were screaming. We had to rewind it and check it out again because we're like, no way. You got to be kidding me. Oh, that's like a one in a billion chance. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. And we were dying. We were like, what? And and man, man, uh, Tony is really big on his uh, vampire lore. Oh, I know. And they, they're making up all this, like, new stuff in the, in the thing. He's, yeah. like, screaming. But There's always new Lord of the Vampire, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's like, what? No, 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 no. But then he's like, okay, you know what? I'm trying to enjoy this movie, so uh-huh. I'm going to just absorb it and see see how I feel about it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and we were screaming. It, was, it wasn't bad. It was funny. Uh. And he was, like, pointing out, like, a lot of the things that happened in this movie reminded him of a, of a book he read, but apparently it's not based off of anything. Oh. Well, it could have been inspired by it. Uh, not what the, the, the writer says, the, the guy who actually wrote the, the movie, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he was, uh, like a American, American president, vampire, vampire president. I don't know. Oh yeah. Abraham Lincoln, American vampire. No, president. not that. Not that. Oh, <laughs> that one's basically it was, the book was a vampire that, but he had to have a, an assistant that wasn't a vampire with him making sure he wasn't breaking rules or something. I don't know. Oh, no, no. The president's vampire. No, that's a really good book series. That, Maybe yeah, that's it. That's a really good book series. Uh, I absolutely love that. Uh, like, Fonsworth is not the greatest author. He's okay. Um, but the president's vampire is really good. And another one he did, uh, Kill Switch, is another really good series he did, which is really good. He's another – he, he basically just writes assassins, mm-hmm. which are pretty cool. Um, but the movie, it was, it was pretty good. You know, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started watching 1888. Oh, yeah, that's that new, yeah. Or 1883. 1883. <laughs> 1888 is a restaurant. Uh, yeah, 1883, which is, uh, like I said last time, uh, Oregon Trail, the movie. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, mm. <laughs> like, this This is, you know, fake, but it's. It, I'm sure it was just as rough. Oh, yeah, it's, it was super rough. Oh, it was bad. That was, yeah, the, the, I don't realize how tough the becoming do wanting to go over to the west was it wasn't easy yeah yeah Oof. yeah <laughs> but yeah they caught they they tried you know driving a driving those things across the road caravan yep <laughs> yeah. they didn't cock it and float it <laughs> oh well but there was there was this i think they could have edited it better or made it a little different because there was a scene where they're 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 crossing the river they're crossing mm-hmm. a river and these people don't know how to swim because it was against their, like, they would get yelled at where they're from. There, there's a group of people from, like, an, another country. And uh, they don't know how to swim. It was against the law, against the religion to swim or whatever. And uh, But they, they put a rope across the river. Yeah. Like a big so, rope. So yeah, they're so just they crossing just... the river. People are freaking drowning and stuff. And the water wasn't really moving too fast. Oh. It was like, you know, 10 miles an hour. You know, it was like, it was it was pushing, but not, no reason for any of that to happen. They should have made it like, <laughs> holy crap, because. It's over-traumatization. 
it needed more. It, they they yeah. were like it, like I understand that they probably there's people probably died and stuff for that. Yeah. But the river should have been moving much faster for the show because oh it, yeah, it it was like watching them running well, in, in Star that Star Wars that, show. That, <laughs> that's not so much why people died so often that they mostly died from other humans. Oh yeah, no, or, no, no, there's a lot of bandits. Or yeah, or wild animals that mm-hmm. were that, that they yeah. couldn't really fight off. Yeah, but like that that river scene, I'm like, it wasn't pushing that hard. I know they can't swim, but they can hold on to stuff. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like a yeah. whole bunch of people, I'm like, what? It was it was a little odd. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it is. Though. <laughs> but like I said, it was like that running scene in, in Obi Wan. Oh god. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. So yeah, this week obviously I'm gonna get into Andor in a little bit. Uh, Andor is obviously easy, one of the most amazing things I've seen. Star Wars, holy shit. <laughs> Every time there's a new show, you say that. Oh, no, no. This is a whole nother caliber. <laughs> That's a whole nice. <laughs> um, No, but I do uh, I have a bunch of things. So, House of the Dragon, obviously, is always amazing. I'm not going to get a whole detail of that. Uh, Dahmer, so far, is really good. I heard that's really messed up. Holy shit. Evan Peters pulls off every role he does so well. <laughs> Holy shit. It is. He's so good. <laughs> yeah, oh, somebody wow. I know watched it. They yeah. It was... Well, the real events are pretty messed up, and they don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Like, she was. She said she was watching it, and, like, the first episode, she was like, oh, I don't want to watch anymore. It's, I don't think I can do it, but I'm hooked. <laughs> you know, she, oh, yeah. She no, they stop ca- watching it. They, they captured his apartment so well, because really? it starts off on the day he was caught. Okay. Um, And they, they show his apartment, and it's. It is just as disturbing as you think. Like, he literally had a, um, I think it was a 30-gallon drum in his bedroom with acid in it with a whole bunch of body parts that were basically just decomposing. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and, yeah. That's he he didn't just, you know, eat, this, eat, the, eat them right to the bone? No. <laughs> Um, he didn't eat a lot of them. He ate some of them, not a whole lot. He had like obviously like five or six human heads in his freezer. He had <laughs> seven hearts in his freezer. He had like there was a whole bunch of stuff. Ugh. Um, but he played off like the socially awkward like character so well. But Evan Peters just does it well. He does that character really well. The socially awkward kind of hurt person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he. Oof. And it's the sad thing is though because investigators now like. As far as it's written now, um, in the Midwest, they did not take the report of black men being murdered as seriously. And their own police force notes that now, that they messed up. Hmm. Because multiple people were trying to report him oh. for abducting and killing black men. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So, yeah. And they just didn't take him. They just, yeah. So how many people did he kill? Do they know of? What was it? Oh, I don't remember offhand. I think it was twenty-three or something like that. I forget how many bones because they found like so many skulls and like bones in his apartment of already completely decomposed bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Yowzers! Yeah, because he was doing it for years. It was like from nineteen like seventy-six to ninety-one or something like that. Yeah, somewhere on there. Wow, it was a long time. Uh, never getting caught. Yeah, 
that just because people are trying to report him and they just didn't listen to him. Oh, no, no, you're wrong. He's such a nice guy. What are you talking about? Oh, no, that was like Ted Bundy. Holy shit. Oh, him, yeah. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Ted Bundy was the everybody guy. Everybody everybody loved him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that'd be... I don't even know. They were like showing pictures. I saw a thing where they were showing no. pictures of, of like two pictures of people. Who, who would you like to hang out with? Oh, that person. He looks nice. He's all that. That person's all disheveled and messed up. Well, that is, uh, he was the guy who ran the, the last crusade. You know, <laughs> you know there's, uh, this guy is like an amazing, like guy who, who saved the world. <laughs> the guy you point out. Yeah. He's a serial killer. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He killed like, 500 people. It's <laughs> like, uh, what? Yeah. You mean, that's like discovering, like, the nice guy at the hardware store that always helps you out. All of a sudden, you find out, like, tomorrow he's, like, the biggest serial killer in the Northeast. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, he's got 400 dead squirrels <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> like, what is going on here? That's kind of like the equivalent. That's, mm-hmm. like, how people react to people react to that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's messed up. Um, the other thing that premiered this week, uh, The Vampire Chronicles. Well, the interview of the vampire. Oh, did it? Uh, on what? On AMC. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I I like it so far. Um, there is there's a lot of people are divided. Mm-hmm. Um, because they did change distinctly some things, like they moved the timeline forward for the beginning to closer to like the late 1800s, uh, compared to like the early 1800s. Uh, Louis is now pretty much he owns brothels instead of plantations. Um, so that's a very distinct difference. Um, so his character is very distinctly changed, but at the core, it's still the same. <clears throat> Reed, the guy playing the stat, is absolutely killing it. Holy shit, he is perfect. That's um, it's he took the effort that Tom Cruise did not do. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise pulled off Lestat so well, except for one thing. He did not take the time to learn French oh. and learn a French accent. Reed spent six months with a trainer learning French to get the accent right, to get the pronunciation, everything. So he pulls it off perfect. Uh, and he comes across as somebody from France, <laughs> which is where Lestat is from. So he it, it's perfect <laughs> as far as that goes. And the guy who's playing, I can't remember the actor's name, playing Louis, does a really good job. You can tell, the thing I noticed, he tries to pull off how Brad Pitt talks in the interview of the vampire. Oh. Which is kind of cool. He tries to, you can see he's trying to, uh, it seems like they're trying to pay respect to the original work, which is cool. Um, <clears throat> and, like, it's weird because what they did was a mix between um, the book the interview of the vampire and then they kind of slapped some new things in and then we got this newer version of it so they took things from everything and then kind of meshed them together so like in the movies louis loses his family in the books he loses his brother in this he loses his brother uh so they kind of took from here and there what year is this supposed to be what when in this in the new show so there well obviously it's interview so with the vampire so louis telling his story how he became a vampire that's what the book's about so it's starting from the beginning from where louis became a vampire which okay. is early where it's his late 1800s in this book in this show okay um which it branched off so a lot of people don't like said this interview of the vampire and then obviously the next season hopefully will be the vampire lestat uh because louis only in the first book a whole lot that's it that's all you ever see of louis uh after that it's straight lestat because it's, it's a book from the point of view of lestat it's not 
anybody else. It's Lestat. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, so it's Anne Rice. She wrote Interview of the Vampire when she was grieving for her daughter, loss of her daughter. And she was in a severe depression, and she became a severe alcoholic. And the only thing that pulled her out was writing Interview of the Vampire. Mm. Um, so, to help her cope. Which is what you see why Louis is a person dealing with grief and then becomes a vampire. Um, but no, so far I really like it. So far, I think, and the only thing that gets me is the people that are mad that Louis is a black character. Which I don't, it doesn't really matter. No. He's still the same character. Uh, he does, like... That's not a big change. And the people getting offended that he is a gay vampire. He's always been a gay vampire. <laughs> okay? People, if you haven't read the Vampire Chronicles, um, then I don't know how you missed that. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other discussion. Because if you just like put your blinders on and pretended, because that's what you did. <laughs> um, people are getting offended at that. It's like, yeah. Um, but granted, in the books, they never said he, that. They just implied it. Because that's not the kind of writer Anne Rice was. Mm-hmm. She never flat out and said, like, they don't make these kind of, they don't make those kind of statements. Oh, hey, I'm a black gay man in the 1800s. No, she never said that. It was implied. But that's a whole other thing, though. I don't know. People just get, I understand why people are annoyed because they did change some things, but it isn't that bad. Only thing I didn't like is that they had Lestat punch a guy, punch through a guy's face. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which Lestat wouldn't have done. Oh, not nice. <laughs> but it was a cool scene. He punches through a priest's face. Oh, literally! All right. <laughs> and but Lestat would have just snapped his neck. He doesn't like. He does blood. not like the church. Oh, okay. at all. Well, they don't usually because he lived through the horrific things that he they did to his land. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he is not a fan. <laughs> right. So anyway, let's get into. So, Microsoft is bringing back the Task Manager short, uh, shortcut back to Windows 11. Uh, Microsoft latest opt-in update brings some cool new features and bug fixes to the OS, but it has, oh, what do you call it? Annoying glitch. Microsoft has Annoying finally, catch? Annoying oh, catch, Oh, man. <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> has finally returned the Task Manager uh, back to the rightful home. On the Windows taskbar, users uh, that subscribe to the dev channel of Windows Insider Update will find a new option when they right-click on the taskbar after updating uh, to preview build 25 to 11. Like this? Boom, task manager. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have that? Not that. That's the menu. You're talking about on the, I'm talking about on the taskbar. How would you get to it on the taskbar? On the any empty space in the taskbar. You can click and get options to change options in the taskbar, which you can't do. Oh. Um, oh, so, yeah, it's right there. Yeah. So, yeah, so 2011... Uh, so then to quickly summoning the task manager, uh, which you couldn't do. Uh, this isn't uh, the only feature rolling out in the latest update, uh, but it's definitely the most impressive uh, so far. Anyway, bug fixes come with the build too as well, but there's some rougher spots, <laughs> apparently. Uh, users should be aware of these particular updates that have only rolled out in uh, the dev channel and shouldn't affect the Windows Insider subscribers who use the beta channel or release preview builds of Windows. Uh, here are the you know, updates for 20.11. Uh, behavior on the widget board can now be adjusted. You can uh, choose whether the widget board opens when you have, when you hover over it, whether or not taskbar displays notification badges or widgets, or whatever the taskbar displays rotating updates from your widgets. Apparently, I don't, I don't really use widgets on that, so mm-hmm. that's what it is. 
Um, that's if you have, but most widgets are used when people use like touchscreen. Yeah, it's and not... I just have not gotten like a touchscreen on a computer. It just doesn't work for me. Like, like if it's a fold one and you want like draw, yeah, it, you that's take one it with thing. It. You take, but it. like those laptop, like if this was a, this laptop, if this was a touchscreen, I would never use a touchscreen because yeah. it's why <laughs> yeah you got yeah. the mouse right here yeah <laughs> yeah you, you wouldn't yeah it, it, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense uh the task manager can now uh, be summoned by the right click on the taskbar uh, but still yeah anyway uh the snapping tool automatically saves screenshots now like right here's uh comment says touchscreen on windows 11 is great on the steam deck yes that makes sense because it's kind of it's not a it's not a pc you know you don't got a big, big old keyboard and stuff. exactly yeah no that makes sense yeah, so a handful of bug fixes uh, will, but the all comes with a familiar uh, caveat. <laughs> Machines with updates installed won't be able to uninstall or repair Win32 apps with <laughs> interdependencies, in short. There's still Win32? Yeah, they have to be. This is so many apps that still use 32 Win32. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. I thought they were, I thought, when, like, Windows 8, they were trying to get rid of that. Like... That you can, but there's so many things that businesses rely on that run on 32-bit. Uh, I guarantee our company has so many programs. I'm surprised they just don't have like a legacy thing. Because okay. I know Windows 10 did, okay. right? Yes, but the company we work for has a program <laughs> that was designed in 1983 that they still use. Everything's connected, yeah. It's so stupid. Yep. I don't get it. <laughs> oh. But the funny thing is if we still used that program, it'd be it, – It'd be it, easier. It, we used to complain about it, but boy, do I miss it. <laughs> yeah, it would be way easier. Um, all right, Steam itself, however, this bug is fairly common along with Windows and side builds, so there's no need to panic just yet. Since Microsoft Store began supporting the uh, native 32-bit apps, uh, it's become increasingly popular with developers who want more customization and control over their applications, and not just what do you call it? not just game developers. Uh, the list of games and applications that are reliant on Win32 is only getting bigger, making limitations of the build nuanced. So, yeah, that's so th it's getting bigger. Yeah, so there's people. Who are these idiots that are making more 32-bit I don't know. <laughs> apps, I don't know. Man. I don't know why you would at this point. I wonder if they're like mobile apps getting converted into Windows apps or, or something. something. I don't know. I don't know why you would use 32-bit instead of 64-bit. Uh -huh. I, I don't know. Point. I don't know what the difference would be. More mem You can use more bandwidth of memory with the sixty-four. Yes. Yeah, but why would they still make thirty-two bit? Yeah. Why like, would you wait? Why would you limit yourself? Is well, I guess because you can reach a broader audience. But still, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you're like, if you're a business, what would? Why wouldn't you use sixty-four? Is it? Is it because less... you, because a lot of businesses have to do a complete upgrade and they haven't yet. Well, no, I understand that, but they're saying, you know, the things are getting bigger. Yes. They should be getting smaller. <laughs> so, what are these thirty-two-bit applications that these? If, if it's companies, why are they making them for their business? I, I don't know. Lazy, or is that, or is that programmers only know how to make it thirty-two? Because <laughs> I'm sure that's how it works at our job. Because they mess everything up. Oh, <laughs> they just—I don't know who they hire. I really don't know. Well, like I said, they, they or, purposely or, screw up, or they do what they do at, at the business at the on the on the storefront and go. We need this up, this up, this up, this up, and this up, this up, and this up, this up, updated by 5 o'clock. Oh, that's not possible. Well, we need it done. Okay. It should have been done yesterday, but you didn't tell me until today. You should you should have known. Or they go, we need you know we need this stuff by by then. And they make the program that is perfect, and then they're like, oops. 
and then they're like, "Hey, this doesn't work." Oh man, really? Oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get that finished next week. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? This is broken now? Oh shoot. Because <laughs> that's I, I know that's what program some programmers do. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to just to keep a job. Yeah. Because oh. I've talked to some in the past. They go, oh, yeah, we just try to get as much money as we can. Well, yeah, that's because you know sometimes it's hard to get a job but like like i said they spend more money on that stupid claims app dude <laughs> i'm like why do we have a halloween animation for this dude when we can't even get this program working oh uh, yeah well, yeah there's so many things that we need like it's so stupid so this person's saying so it can run older hardware well yeah it can run older hardware yeah. but there's also like there is there is very budget computers still being made that are only thirty-two bit. Yeah, there's are still there are still Celeron. Yes. Well, Celeron just means no. Just, I know, but like, like if you go to like a like a Walmart, they're they got some cheap stuff. Oh yeah, and they're 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 using processors that they're they're upgraded to today's date, but like they're just still not worth it. No. Oh my God, some of the, a lot of those computers are really not worth it. Like I think they're just crap. There's there. I'm pretty sure there was one that said Pentium on it. No, there's no way there's a Pentium. I'm program. I'm serious. I think there was a Pentium something. I didn't say Pentium one two three three four four. It just said Pentium inside. I'm like, I what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I hope not. Ugh. Uh, there are yeah, but Celeron just means the ones that didn't make the cut. Really, is what that is that what that means? That's all that means. <laughs> it's the ones that didn't make the cut. That's all a Celeron is really. Uh, all the all the cores are not active because they did not work out. Because what they do is they they have a bad print and they test it and it doesn't really work out. A lot some of the cores are not really working properly, so they lock out those cores and they just make it a Celeron. That's what it is. So and then they rate those Celerons by how performance are and they sell them cheaper. Um, but yeah, and those don't actually run that great. Um, so. It's and and I mean it's not a bad business practice. It's it's a good non-waste. You I mean it's a good way to not waste anything, which is you can use the stuff that didn't work out. But it's, oh, it's they're still making AMD Athlons. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. For really budget PCs, they make yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, but Ryzen's so cheap. I don't see why they do that now. Mm. Because you can get Ryzen fairly Ryzen's fairly cheap now. So I don't know. Anyway, so. YouTube. So YouTube has begun asking users to subscribe to premium to watch 4K videos. Uh, you do might soon need YouTube. Yeah, you might need YouTube premium for more than just ditching ads, uh, background playback and trying new features. As the Mac rumor notes, uh, users on Reddit and Twitter have noticed that YouTube is making some viewers to up. Uh, yeah asking some users to upgrade to premium to watch videos in 4k resolution it's not clear which countries uh, devices or videos are affected uh, but this won't be thrilling if you were hoping for better than 1440p on your computer or tablet so yeah $12 a month or $120 a year for YouTube yeah YouTube premium that's yeah Looks like you won't be able to watch our videos in 4K anymore, guys. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. That's. I don't know why they would do that. Make, but 
Um, I still wish they would do what you said, but I don't think I think that was just a rumor. That was just a rumor, I think. Yeah, because they already came out with other information on yeah that stuff. So, so the move list this wouldn't be unexpected. YouTube's claimed uh, a combined fifty million premium and music subscribers last September. So that's a lot. Holy shit! Wow. I know a lot of people do use it for YouTube music. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. So which is. YouTube music is pretty good because mm. it's it's what you, you you don't there's no more uh, Google Music app anymore. It's no. YouTube, yeah, because that's what I use. But it's the the only problem that I noticed with it. It's a little slow for the uh, like it's called. Oh no, that's the wrong one. That's the, that's the studio, <laughs> that's the app. studio app. Uh, YouTube music. It's a little slow when you're trying to get the the stuff off of your phone. Oh, because you got to go to library and then. Uh, it's just a pain in the butt to find your own stuff. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. This is my library. No thanks. I don't want that. And then I gotta go here. But like, it's just a it's a it's weird. Like, it doesn't want you to use your own music. There we go. So we gotta hit songs, and then I got device files. But look how long it's taken. Oh. It yeah. never took that long before. <laughs> on other on other apps that I use. Yeah. I was using a standalone app. Play your own music then. Well, I did too until they got rid of it. <laughs> Not, I got to find like a, a different brand or something. I don't know. I use Spotify. Spotify works fine. Well, Spotify doesn't use your own music either. No, but, but I have all. I can't. There's not like there's not too much music I have that actually that's not on Spotify. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I use Spotify all the time. So yeah, and since well, I had YouTube Music for free for six six months when yeah. I got this laptop. It was great, but now. Now I use Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my, my car unit to make the upgrade to get Spotify on it. Oh, like, okay. it'll play the music. It just doesn't have its, like, own app. No. Do you know what one does? What? Freaking Tidal. Oh, that stupid other service that's not successful. Yeah. I, I don't understand why Tidal got on there. But it's, like, its own separate app. Nothing else has its own separate app for Well, because they bought into it, yeah. But the, the Tidal one lets you uh, do, like, the uh, high-resolution audio. Which is rare. It, oh. it, it's hard to get. Like, huh. it's tough. I don't know. So, anyway, so I really hope YouTube doesn't do this, but we will see. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Woofy, Woofy's, Woofy, Woofy, Woofy's, Woofy. Impressive Woofy. new smart cameras use AI to. <laughs> Identify you and your pets. The Edge security system leverages uh, leverages machine learning for uh, facial recognition, people, pets, and vehicle detection on its new 4K cameras. It has also uh, free local storage in the background compatible with most existing UFI cameras. Um, so this is actually pretty cool um, because if you can get, because a lot of people have these cameras and they go off on just anything pretty much, uh, which is good so you can get alert, but if it could actually detect okay oh that's that's the cat from this house okay oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it ain't gonna go off oh that person lives here oh that car belongs here uh kind of thing that they doesn't go off so it only goes off like when there is something that doesn't belong there which would make sense that's really really cool um granted these are fairly this is gonna be fairly it's a fairly expensive kit yeah i'm sure uh, it's like 600 bucks um but for that, yeah, I mean, three cameras obviously cost $219, and there are three and four camera kits, uh, both regularly, that are around, like, yeah, 
$600. But yeah, so it's, I mean, it's pricey, but if you really want the accessibility of, you know, I mean, having your house, like especially if you're away from your house at times, uh, or if you live in a high crime rate area or whatever, this isn't a bad idea. Um, I know I've recently adopted and have cameras around our apartment now, so I can check on it anytime I want. There's somebody I know that uh, they're trying to get a, a system, but the problem is they they want to put one on the garage. It's a non-connected garage. Okay. So. And there's no Wi-Fi connection. So put a repeater. Where? Like the, that's the problem that they they run into. They don't know how to get the, the the internet to the outside without you know running a cable underground or something. Oh, you don't have to get to the okay. So all we'd have to do because wherever his the router is, put a repeater. Can a repeater go through brick? Uh, maybe. <laughs> that's a that's tough one. The thing they can't get the signal that's a, that's outside a tough, to that's the a camera. Tough yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, but if you wired the repeater only to the outside of the house mm-hmm. from the router, because yeah. you can do that, wired the repeater, have it mounted, have it, because they make route, they make repeaters that are... Just don't get one of those. No, don't get one of those. But they do make <laughs> repeaters that are weather resistant and stuff like that, so you can put them outside. I would say wire a repeater out to the outside of the house so you can reject the signal. Um, And actually, I think uh, Craft Computing actually did a video about that because he got a free one. Because mm. uh, he wanted to get Wi-Fi on the other end of his property, and he mounted it on the side of his, uh, he wired it to his server and then mounted it onto the side of his house. Uh, I would say that would be the best thing because then you have a sort, you have a repeat of your router mm-hmm. outside of your house, and now that camera on the side of the garage can pick up the Wi-Fi. And then she was uh, also trying to figure out: Do they all require subscriptions? The what? The cameras. No. So the reason for the subscription model is if you want to back up to the cloud. Now, how would you save it to something? You would have to hook up your own, like you'd have to make your own. So you'd have to have a computer that was constantly running to back yeah. up, back up the data onto. Yeah, then that's not gonna happen. <laughs> you'd have to make your own, like, so, like I would, if I was to, like, I don't have that right now because I have no need for it. We don't live in a high crime rate area. I don't have any anybody suspicious. Yeah, yeah. But if I wanted to, I could tie in my cameras to my server and have it constantly back up the data. But I'm not. It's not. That's not something I want. I don't really care for right now, anyway. So. I'm not worried about it, but if I was, if I was going to go to full security, I would tie it into my server, and I would have it back up constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be too hard. Um, that's like I said, Craft Computing did a video on that, and that's what he does with his like cameras he has around his house. All that data backs up on his NAS server, mm-hmm. and you don't have to pay the subscription. But a lot of people pay the subscription because it's easier. Yeah, uh, because yeah. that way you're just like, you know it's getting backed up to a uh, central server somewhere, and you can go back and look uh, at that data. Yeah. So, but I, I, don't know, I think this is not a bad idea. I think this is cool, and I'm hoping more of the cameras start adopting the AI, and a lot. Hopefully, a lot of the mainstream ones they'll get a lot cheaper. Mm. Um, so, there's a lot of halfway decent systems are around 100 bucks for a kit, which isn't bad. It's like, oh, you have a yellow cat. Okay, that's your cat. Versus, there's something in your house. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> well, no, the AI. Um, actually pays attention for his pets they can they can detect the nuances of how they walk compared to like yeah. a cat that looks oh, just okay. like it they would be able to tell oh hey Mannerisms. that's hey that's fluffy and hey that's uh pickle <laughs> so fluffy and pickle 
<laughs> well, that's nutter butter over there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it would. Yeah, it would be fine. Okay. What's your cat's name? My cat's <laughs> name's Kai. Not you. <laughs> oh, you're you're our watchers. My cat's name Kai and I, Kai and Al. <laughs> They're probably sleeping right. Anyway. Okay, so Andor has premiered. There is four episodes up, I guess, total. Um, so far, absolutely great. I wish <laughs> more Star Wars was like this. You wish there was more Star Wars, not like Star Wars. Okay, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I am saying because. As a person that appreciates uh, political drama and just more nuanced drama and building instead of action, this is like what I want. Like, I love Mandalorian and I like a Boba Fett show. That's absolutely great. Um, but, and the Obi-Wan show was good. That was a good tie-in too. But as far as things, sorry, this is why Rogue One did so well because of things like this rogue one was amazing because it was a tra a story about a tragedy and it was done so well of a real drama well that's and why that's why i liked uh, star wars so that's why i like solo too yeah well solo had it was like a mix yeah it had it had yeah. some of the yeah. superhero type stuff yeah but like it was more like just they had laser guns besides yeah. instead of guns and they were trying to solve an issue yeah you know they the they had like yeah Darth Vader appeared and went wah 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 and crazy yeah. which was like the best scene I've ever seen in Darth Vader yeah besides Obi Wan <laughs> yeah yeah but uh yeah so it was just more of a a story not a, a that's why it was like a Star Wars story yeah no yeah but like Andor like we know this story is a tragedy already mm -hmm. and they play it that way like it has like the very somber music playing a lot it has in the third episode felt like band of brothers um because there's this whole scene where they come down to arrest him like the emple it's a subgroup that's kind of not the empire but they work for the empire because they're a securities uh group and this guy thinks he's 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 got him and he's gonna catch him and a whole lot of things go wrong and it turns the town into a war zone and it's done so well with like people getting killed and like holy crap it is it is dark it is really dark um and i am in super impressed that disney put this out and it shows that disney's not like people are saying like they're scared about the punisher series and i think if they're willing to make this they're they're not going to have a problem with the punisher at all there's a lot of violence in Punisher. I know. I don't. I don't know. Like, like bloody violence, like cracks and heads breaking off and stuff. This the Mando cut some dude's head off, literally. Yeah, but it, it's, it, it's just not. It's not the same. It, it's um, like it's like sci-fi violence, <laughs> sci-fi gore. It's just different. Yeah. Okay. But. And and was it a human that he cut his head off? Yes. No, that was a... Uh, what the hell was it? That wasn't a human. No. Uh, I think that's why it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm serious. 
because <laughs> it was like an, an alien of some sort that they oh. cut the head off. Because I don't know the how violent uh, the mm-hmm. Punisher is. I don't know. Um, well, no, but like we see a character flat out um, because it's one of those situations in war where someone's running up on somebody else, and it, this person's fairly innocent. Okay, uh, granted, the person's kind of an asshole, but he was running up on him, and the security people are detaining one of the people he knows and someone else just kind of out of the blue. One of the other security guys just pulls his gun and flat out shoots this guy right in the chest and kills him right in front of this girl. Like, Holy, like, yeah, but that's, that was nothing though. And it was drama. It was sad, but it wasn't like that was nothing compared, nothing compared to Punisher. That was just a pew. He's dead. Hmm. Not a, Stop! Yeah, and cut, yeah, and you fully cut them in half or shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, that's that is Punisher. I know. Um, but they clearly like. There's I don't know. There's a lot of death. Like, and it's and it's it's pretty dark. Um, but I like the fact that it's you see all the political intrigue, and we're actually finally seeing. So the one thing they never cover, they don't even cover it in the comic books, uh, is how. Um, the rebel empire, the rebel army was ever funded. And they're actually covering that, which is really cool. How did they get the money to fund all this? Um, to fund fighting against the empire. And we see senators and stuff like that, that are actually, they, they don't say it, but they're money laundering. That's what they're doing. They're laundering money into the rebel alliance, um, to fund it. The, uh. The the actor that plays that that cop thing, the cop thing, the main cop, the yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, he looks like that a lot. Like in his the way he is dressed and how his hair is all back and stuff, he looks a lot like the guy from Dune. Yeah, he does kind of the Kyle McLaughlin guy. Yeah, he kind of does. Looks like I keep. It's like a young him. It's like a mix between him and Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you see the? Did you see the? Not to cut it off, but the uh, Legend of Zelda with with uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, the kid from Spider Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did like... see that. Um. Yeah, we got. Yeah, there's a lot of like it's. This show is so well done so far. Every episode is so compelling, and it is like the cinematography. Yeah. It looks like it. Looks it really like looks him. like him. Yeah, it really does. Uh, cinematography is so well done. Like mm. Mando and Boba Fett was good, but those were filmed in a certain way. This is taking the time to get those shots, to get those cinematography shots of a scene to tell you a story without saying anything, and they do such a good job. Um, especially with like telling the backstory of what happened to him, how he got saved. Um, uh, by that woman and the robot there, like holy crap! I swear they're trying to model that damn robot after Max Headroom, though. Really? The, the way he talks, stutters a little. Yeah, bit. he sounded just as soon as they showed him up, like somebody's a fan of Max Headroom. <laughs> he stutters a lot more though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I was like, I just reminds me so much of Max Headroom. I was like, uh, um, but like with the antique shop and stuff, 
um, and them buying that, like that, like lady buying that piece. You can see she he clearly just sells things to these rich senators who are just giving the money to him so he can fund the rebel alliance. Mm. Who are senators that are opposing to the empire. Um, which is why eventually, like we hear in the beginning of episode four, Vader has finally dissolved the Senate completely. And the reason why is because he catches on to. It's. It, I do like how everything is connecting. Yeah. But I, I still think they're going a little bit overboard and need to take a break on <laughs> Marvel and Star Wars for a second. <laughs> yeah, there's the uh, Alkalite that's coming out soon, too, for Star Wars. I don't know what that is. That's the next new show uh, that's coming out next. Live action the, or cartoon? The, uh, live action. I think it comes out in the January. Oh, my gosh. I want to say it's January or spring or something like that. Um, but that's coming out. So, um, but I just want more Andor. I just want more Andor. <laughs> Andor is so good. Like, I absolutely love this show. Well, there's a new episode tomorrow. Yes, there is. Um, granted, the Alkalite looks cool. Um, but yeah, they are going, they have quite a few shows. No. Doesn't look like live action to me. Well, it's live action, but not like it's live action. It's, I don't know. Computer generated. Yeah. CGI. But it's made to look like live action. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like an update to Clone Wars kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, but no, I just love that track story. Like, okay, so the reason why I say I like the political intrigue. So Star Wars could easily fit in that universe. They could make a Game of Thrones style Star Wars show and it would be awesome because there's so many players and so many different like factions throughout the Star Wars galaxy. They could do it so well with all the political intrigue going on, all the different backstabbing that happens. They could easily put the show together and it would be so good, especially if they did it during like the old Republic or something. It would be done. It would be so well. It'd be so good. Oh my God. I'd fucking love it. <laughs> um, like, but that's obviously the reason why, like, House of Dragons is doing so well because they're doing they're they're killing that holy shit, and that's why Game of Thrones did so well. People love watching political intrigue, and why like, uh, um, House of Cards did really well on Netflix when it was out. It was really good. It's all political intrigue. It's obviously involving our own government. Uh, people love. I love watching that. Obviously, a lot of other people do too. Um, like, what is this, like, you know, person going to do against this person? And, oh, my God, what's this person doing with this? It, it's just so well done, especially if the cinematography is done really well. Um, and we're going to, obviously, we know this ends in a tragedy, but we don't know. We're going to get all the events that lead up to Rogue One. And so this is going to be a one season? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know how long this timetable is. How long does it take to get to the events of Rogue One? I think I'm going to have to watch that movie again because I do not remember it. You don't remember Rogue One? No, I know I saw it. I do not remember it. Oh. Did we even do a did we do a review on Ben's channel on that? No. No, we didn't? No. Hmm. No, we did not. I don't think. That was before he was doing reviews. Really? Yeah. Which actually Regal is closed now. What? Yeah. They've closed uh I think they closed every almost every Regal within like a like a, a good portion of the Northeast. When was this? Like in the last like two weeks. Oh, that was like the ones they closed the Waterford one and the Stonington one. They're what? Right. Those the... Are the, those are the two near us. They closed. They closed both those. Uh, so mm, 
Yeah. Regal Cinemas closes 12 locations dealing with bankruptcy. Yeah. So, yeah. Granted, we have United. United doesn't have a huge selection, though. That's the only thing. That sucks. They only play certain movies. Uh, that's the one in Westerly? Yeah, that's the only thing. They play big movies, but they don't play like a lot of the other. Uh, and then Mystic Luxury, which does play a lot of movies, but they do it from small runs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, granted, we have the Apple Cinema, which is supposedly really good. I haven't checked out yet. I need to go check out. Uh, uh, Mark. That sucks. Yeah. I haven't been to a movie in a, since, I think, Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ghostbusters was really good. Uh, COVID well, messed everything up for the movies. Well, the movie theaters in general, and then the comeback from it was a—it's—it's it's been a slog for them. And like United's doing well, but that's because they're a small little place everybody can walk to and go to, and they have mm. food, they have—you know—I mean, beer. They have a restaurant right there. They have a bar. Everything's right there. Yeah. Uh, so that's why they're doing well. Um, but anyway, so obviously I'll be talking more about Andor as the time goes by with more and more episodes. Oh my god. Uh, this show and probably Handmaid's Tale is probably my two favorite shows right now. They're both done so well. Um, but I just want more Star Wars like this. There's there's room for more Star Wars like this. We need more Star Wars like this. <laughs> Take note, Disney. <laughs> I, I, I want the, the sequel to Solo, man. <laughs> uh, that's supposed to be a TV show possibly now. Oh, really? Yep. I just I want to see this thing with Darth Maul. Yeah, the you yeah the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, where the, that was supposed to be the other two movies. It was supposed to be that you'll see who the Crimson Dawn were, uh, Kira becoming after Darth Maul is killed, uh, after Obi Wan kills him, Kira becomes the leader of the Crimson Dawn and all that stuff. That would have been really cool. Yeah, but anyway, this has been talking to me in tech. We'll be back in two weeks, hopefully on Wednesday at six o'clock. Twitch.tv slash Tech Prime Media. <laughs> He's happy tappy today. I don't know what it is. You How much ha- coffee are you on? I have too much coffee. <laughs> Not barely any sleep. Uh, <laughs> YouTube.com slash Tech Prime Media. Go check out all our videos. We got more coming up this week. We have more than a few Halloween videos that are played. Well, October is the best month. So we have more than a few planned for that. Uh, hopefully, all of them get out, but we will see. So remember to go check them out. Like, comment, and subscribe. And thank you for checking out the channel just in advance if you do. So, But until next week, for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech. Tech Prime Media. We'll see you next time.